And today I want to talk to you about how to make our best better. And you might think, well, if I'm doing my best, how do you get it better? And so we're going to talk about that today because uh, you, you and I need to know that even if we're doing our best right now, we're, we've not arrived. That there's still uh, more potential with God, there's more potential to get better. And so we want to make our best better. If you are serving in any area, no matter what age, where you're at, uh, can we do better? Yes, we can do better. And so I want to start out, uh, as I do every time when I teach, and I want to bring to you our, our, our vision statement and why we exist, Church on the Move exists, uh, to grow a life-giving church that reaches the lost, disciples the found, and equips the next generation. And uh, that's why we're here. We want, to, we want to reach people. We want to bring them into a uh, saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, to know God. That's the first thing. Then we want to help disciple them to get free, to find freedom in their relationship, help them to discover their purpose and make a life-giving difference in and through their lives. And so that's, that's why we're here. But today I want to talk to you uh, because it's all worth making our best better because we get to do it for an eternal purpose. Uh, we get to do it for the King of Kings, for the uh, Lord of Lords, for the kingdom of God. We get to do that for him. Why not give ourselves to it wholeheartedly and do it with all of our might? So 1 Corinthians 14, 12, out of the good uh, God's word translation, it says in the same way, since you since you're eager to have spiritual gifts, try to excel in them so that you help the church grow. So God wants us to excel. Uh, one, of, one of the things that I have in my heart, and I've been, I've been sharing this with uh, a few of you, is that I really have in my heart that right now God wants us, and I'll, I'll share it in a little bit, but to accelerate. God wants us to move forward and, and to accelerate. Now, I'll get to that in just a moment. But I, I say that to say this, is that we can, we can move forward or we can move, uh, uh, we can stand still or, yeah, we can get stagnant or we can move forward uh, quickly and swiftly. Uh, and I believe it all depends on us. Yeah. And, and so scripture tells us, let's excel at this. Let's make this happen. And we all get uh, to make that happen. And, and as Pastor Corey, uh, Courtney, uh, boy, I'm just chopping it up. PC, let's just go back to PC. All right, PC. As PC uh, said earlier, uh, you know, I, I am proud of you guys. I am so pleased with you guys and love you guys dearly. But Philippians chapter 3, let me read this to you uh, before I get into what I want to share with you today. It says, I admit, talking about the Apostle Paul, by the way, remember he was in prison when he wrote this. And he says, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into his presence or into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus has, Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. So let all who are fully mature have this same passion. 
And if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, God will reveal it to them. And let us all advance together. Let me say that again. Let us all advance together to reach this victory prize, following one path with one passion. My beloved friends, imitate my walk with God and follow those who walk according to the way and uh, way of life we modeled before you. And uh, what, a, what a powerful, powerful scripture here. And I, I want you to see that Paul said, hey, I haven't arrived, but I press on. I mean, I want, and by the way, not only do I press on, but I want us to do this together. In other words, I, I'm doing my best, but my best till can get better. And I believe the same, the same stands true with us, that our, our best can get better. So how can we make our best better? Thank you for asking that question. Uh, number one, first of all, we need to require it. It needs to be a requirement in our life. Notice here in, in verse 12, he says, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into his presence so that I re may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. He says, I, 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 I require this. Can I say this, and, and it's in your notes if you're following along, what you require, you won't compromise. If it's a requirement that you're requiring of yourself, then you will not compromise. You're going to make sure that you make it happen. And I think every one of us need to make this a requirement that I'm not going to grow uh, stagnant, that I'm not just going to plateau and just stay there. Understanding that maybe you're, you, 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 know, you think that, you have, uh, that you've reached your height or your potential, but knowing that God, with God, God always has another level, another uh, level of grace, another level of glory, another, just another, another level in our faith that he wants to take us. And so we just need to require it. There's just things that I require of my life. One of the things I just, I just require that I'm not going to be a maintainer, but I'm going to be a ground gainer. That I'm not just going to get to a point where I'm just going to, uh, hey, life is good, and I'm just going to, uh, I'm just going to stand here, and I'm, this is, this is all, you know, that's as, that's as good as it's going to get. No, I think God always has something better. Now I'm content. At the same time, I'm not. I'm content in that I'm grateful for what God has done, but discontent in that knowing that God wants more and can do do more in and through me. And God's always so much doing so much more than we really think he is in our lives. And so let's require it of ourselves. As a church, we're requiring it. As your leader, as your pastor, I require that. I require it from all of us. I, and you know, if you've been around me for, for years, you know I'm, I'm always pressing forward. I'm always moving forward. And I'm going to ask something of you. I'm going to ask you that you go on the journey. It doesn't mean that, that you're not going to be with us, but go on the journey of, of, of getting better with me and with the rest of us. Require it of yourself. Secondly, the second thing that we see that, uh, from Philippians that is needed if we're going to make our best better is we need to focus on it. Philippians uh, 3.13, I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, 
I do have one compelling focus. I forget the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I've got a statement that I want to make with this uh, to focus on it. And that's this, and it's in your notes. If you lose your focus, you lose your effectiveness. Your focus will cause you to be effective. Your focus will cause you to be effective. Can I tell you that the enemy's greatest tactic is to get you off focus? His greatest tactic is to get you looking at something else than where you're supposed to be going with God. Like that telephone ringing. I don't know if it was a phone ringing. It was an alarm, wasn't it? Uh, and, but he tries to get you off focus. He does that in a variety of different ways. No doubt he does that. Uh, you know, some of you heard the story that uh, on my way home from re- rehearsal on Friday uh, that I, there was an accident. And I'm not going to get into all of it right now, but there was an accident. I, I'm fine, you know, obviously. I didn't get hurt. Somebody else did. But, uh, but you know, tries, he, he comes at us and, and tries to get our focus off of what God wants us focused on. Uh, you know, as as a as a child of God, as a dream teamer, as all of us pressing on and moving forward and growing a life-giving church that's reaching the lost, discipling the found, and equipping the next generation, the platform of doing that makes us a big target. It makes us a big target. We become a target the enemy uh, focuses on. So why? So that he can get us off focus because if he's... If he gets our focus, he gets our effectiveness. We cease to be effective. How many of you have gotten off focus because of trouble, because of relationships, because of finances, because of uh, health problems or whatever? You guys need to understand that uh, we are in a spiritual battle. Rusty and I were talking about this. Uh, Apostle Rusty and I were talking about this. (laughs) Forgive me, sir. I'm... And... uh, Pastor Rusty, Pastor Rusty, Pastor Rusty. Uh, we're going to call him PR. Okay. AR. AR? Oh, AR. Uh, so, so don't let me, help me not to lose my, I just got distracted. But we were talking about this before, before service. You know, the more that we uh, determine to do what God wants us to do, uh, the, 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 the greater the attack. And, and let me tell you, that attack is to get us off focus. Because if we get off focus, we lose our effectiveness. If we lose our, our effectiveness, people go to hell. You know, we need to help people know God, find freedom, discover their purpose, and make a life-giving difference. Amen? You with me? So that's the, uh, the second thing. The third thing that I want to share with you is that we need to grow into it. We need to grow into it. Uh, you may be doing your best right now, but if you'll grow, you can do better. And so we need to always be challenging ourselves to grow. Grow spiritually, grow mentally, grow relationally, grow every, every which way in our life. Always be challenging. Uh, man, I, just so, I, I was just so proud of, of uh, Jeremy Grace. He came to me after service and he says, listen, he says, can you recommend a book to have Bo read to help him grow? 
And I said, listen, I said, I said, with my son from when he was a kid, we, 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 uh, we, uh, homeschooled. And so we, uh, determined what curriculum he would he would read and part of his weekly reading was adult leadership books adult leadership books and so I said that's why he, one of the reasons why he thinks the way he does is because that's he he didn't know any better and uh, and so I, you know I, and I told Jeremy I said listen I said I said your your son's going to learn something we've got to be intentional in what we put in our children We've got to be intentional to raise them up and be what God wants them to be because they're gaining information. Knowledge, you know, a few weeks ago, I talked about understanding knowledge and wisdom. Uh, they're gaining this. Uh, there's, uh, you know, all kinds of knowledge that's coming to them, uh, but they need to have the right knowledge. My people perish for a lack of knowledge, so we got to have the right knowledge. And I'm here to tell you, you're gaining a lot of stuff, but a lot of stuff that you're gaining, if, unless you're being intentional, is non-essential. It's not growing you. So what you're smarter about football, dominoes or whatever, you know, or what, so what? How, how's that making you stronger and greater and more powerful and more effective for the kingdom of God? Uh, Philippians chapter three, verse uh, 14, it says, I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. He had a goal. And so we got to have a goal to keep on growing. Philippians three seventeen, my beloved friends, imitate my walk with God and follow all those who walk according to the way of life we modeled before you. So here's my, here's my sub point to that point is this, is that greatness only grows in the soil of great commitment. Oh yeah, because I had a dream. God gave me this, that statement. Great, greatness only grows in the soil of great commitment. You will not grow unless you're committed to growing. And that's the point. You just won't. You'll, you'll just be average at best. I wished I would have got that from you, Vicki, uh, that you said about mediocrity. Uh, you remember that? Uh, do you even have it with you? You can break that out, would you? And, uh, and she, she just, just something that God's uh, been having her look in, and she'd probably bring a message to you pretty soon on that. And, uh, and, and, but it was just a powerful, powerful thing about mediocrity and how, how that can affect, if you wouldn't mind, grab her mic, would you? And uh, I'm going to have her read that. But I just want you to, I, I, if we're going to be people of, of, uh, that are, are, are making our best better, then we're going to have to be committed to growing in it. Hello. Like I'm not used to a mic or something. <laughs> Um, I wrote, uh, mediocrity kills, steals, destroys, maims, defeats, deafens possibilities, and deafens potential. Say that again. Mediocrity kills, steals, destroys, maims, defeats, deafens possibility, and deafens potential. Isn't that powerful? Man, do you want that for your marriage? Do you want that for your ministry? Do you want that for your life in any? I mean, do we really want that in our lives? Man, we've got to determine that we're going to grow into who God 
has designed and desired for us to be in this lifetime. And understand that you're in a season of life and God expects you to, to reach the potential and grow to the potential in this season. And then you're going to move into another season and he wants you to grow into the potential of what, what you need to be in that season. And then there's going to be another season and another season and another season. So we just continue to grow to make our best better. As a church, we're always pressing on in every area to make that happen, whether it's greeters, whether it's ushers, whether it's music, whether it's children, whether it's uh, in, in sharing the word, whatever it may be, we're always, we're always endeavoring to make our best better. And how we do that, we grow personally. We've got to grow personally. Amen? Yes, you with me? Let me give you two more things, making our best better. Number four, accelerate it. You guys, you maybe have been going a certain speed, and that speed has just been maintaining through life. But if you want to be ground gaining, then you're going to need to accelerate. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to put the gas on and accelerate. And God will give you the grace to accelerate in your life. Be led of the Spirit. Be uh, governed by the Word of God. But accelerate your life. Don't settle for less than what God has for you and us. If you're at your best, we as a church are at our best. If you're not functioning and operating at your best, then I'm going to tell you we are not operating and functioning at our best. Just like PC said about his knees. His knees affects his whole body. And so do you. You might not think you're important, but when you're not functioning at your best, when, you are, uh, when you're emotionally not where you need to be, when you're spiritually not where you need to be, when you're relationally not where you need to be, or financially where you not need to be, then guess what? It affects us all. So when you're your best, we're our best. Does that make sense? And so Philippians 3.16, he says, uh, he says, and let us all advance together to reach this victory prize, following one path with one passion. So here's my sub point to this is this, is that you and only you determine the speed of your progress. I can't determine it. You and only you. And as I said earlier, just a moment ago, your progress affects us all. So I'm going to ask you, accelerate. And as we go forward, don't put the brakes on. As we accelerate in, in developing leaders and developing our church and, and getting it prepared for where God wants to take us. And because you're already seeing movement, bringing uh, uh, Pastor Courtney on and bringing movement there. Uh, our other areas in, in our team, our worship team, they're, they're advancing. You're seeing things happening there and, and just other areas. As we're doing that, life's going to change. It's going to be different. But one thing that we're determined to keep, and that's our culture, that our culture will always be high relational as it is, and that we would minister and put people first, that people are going to be priority to us, that we're going to love people as, as, as we're supposed to be. And, uh, you know, years ago, I told you this, uh, if you've been here for a while, that God dealt with me years ago that uh, I was doing ministry for the wrong reason. 
that I was doing it uh, for the the for the call on my life and for the gifting that I had on my life to release that gifting in and through my life. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but that does not need to be my motive. God dealt with me. He says, you do what you do. You need to do what you, you do because you love me and because you love people. Amen. And so I made some adjustments and we need to do this because of our love for God and our love for people. So accelerate it. Number three, number five, number three, number five, number five, and that's this, and, 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 and PC will uh, bring some uh, thoughts to this, but uh, energy for it. We need to give some energy for it. If we don't put energy in it, it, it is not going to happen. If we're just like kind of okay, yeah, that sounds good, and we don't put energy behind it energy is everything energy is makes it happen philippians 3:16 it says and let us all advance together and reach this victory prize following one path with one let me say it, let me hear you say it passion with energy give it your all put energy behind it anytime you're with somebody be full of energy it's not like you know yeah Everything's all right. No, man, I, everything is great. Thank you for being a part. We love you. I'm, we're just here. You know, whatever. When you're, when, you know, we were, at, we were bowling a while ago at the bowling alley. And by the way, I did get uh, several, <laughs> several, what do you call them? I don't even like naming. Gutters. Gutters. In a row. Yeah. Hush up, Vanessa. <laughs> Hey, but the rest of the story is I still bowled a 199, okay? Even though I had like three gutters in a row, I still bowled a 199, okay? But anyway, we're there, and, and there's uh, a young lady that we know that we've, because we're a part of, you know, that bowling and, and bowling there Sundays and in league, and, and you can tell something's up in her, in her, in her life. And so uh, she, I said, before we started, I said, how's it going? I've had a tough 24 hours. And so anyway, we, we went and bowled and I already had it in mind. We're going to, we're going to pray for her. So Christina and I were up there at the, at the, at the counter and I said, Hey, we, we want, I want to pray for you. And then she says, we want to pray for you. And so we grabbed her hands and man, we just prayed God work in her life. Do whatever needs to be done in her life. You know, these last 24 hours have been difficult. And so, Lord, and so we just begin to pray and, and add energy to our life, add God into our life. Listen, if we have God, why shouldn't we be the most energetic people? Wasn't this morning awesome? The energy here this morning? If you were in here, I know some of you, thank you so much for you that love our little ones. And, and, and I know there was all kinds of energy going on in there. Amen. But, but I'm, I'm here to tell you this morning, it was just lots of energy. Energy changes the environment. You ever walked into a place where, uh, you know, there was, you know, some, you know, something just happened in here. Something happened. And, and, and you find out later that there was somebody that had an argument and there was some strife. And, and it created a, a, an atmosphere and I'm here to tell you, we can create a positive atmosphere that will change everything. 
So everywhere we go, let's bring passion. Let's bring that energy with that in whatever we're doing. So if we're changing babies' diapers, bring some energy, baby. Jesus, Jesus, touch this baby. Amen. And, or, you know, or Lord, just I just pray over this baby. God, this baby's just getting started in life. And, and I don't know what it's going to go through. I don't ha- know how it's going to, how its walk is going to be. But you do, Lord. Protect this baby's heart. Protect this baby's life. Keep this baby pure. Don't, don't let anything impure touch this baby's life, Lord. Just keep this baby pure. Keep it protected. Amen. In Jesus' name. And I tell you, you, you can make a world of difference. All right? Would you do that? Make your best better. Because when you make your best better, we're all better. What you give energy to will thrive. What you give energy to will thrive. And we as a church, we will thrive.